0: What's up guys, how are you? Welcome into the Thursday morning edition of the Daily Juice Podcast. My name is Matt Peralt. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Sports Matt. As we roll into a Thursday here on BettingPros.com. Always being brought to you by BetMGM. And we are here again after another winning night. 2-1 and one yesterday. Now here's the thing about yesterday that was pretty interesting. If you bet late, if you got Wisconsin in the total late... It crashed. I got it at 138 overnight. The dangers of betting overnight. I got it way too high. You guys who waited, you got it at 134, 135, sorry, 133, 132 and a half. That's the lowest I saw one of you guys getting and you bet the over and you guys hit. If you played Xavier, laughter. how about all that movement on Oklahoma? More on that here in just one second. That game easy. And then in overtime, We got a two-point victory for Florida State, and we had it at three. Two and a half was the number I would have played. I bought it to three at minus 125, and we got that correct as well. Two and one, another winning night. We got a loss, unfortunately, for I did, for the Wisconsin, officially, the Wisconsin over, so it's a two and one night for us. It's a 20 and three run so far here, what we're on. Now, if you bet late, And this is some of the dangers of betting overnight, but it's not always this way. But when you bet overnight, sometimes the numbers crash against you. However, the Oklahoma game, everyone and their mom woke up and bet Oklahoma. Everyone in the public. And this is, again, when everyone is running one way, I'm perfectly confident just kind of sitting there and going, okay, go ahead, bet against it. Because one, I'm red hot. (laughs) So if you're going to go against me right now, fine. Take it, you know, at your own risk. But if everyone's going and saying Oklahoma, Oklahoma, and the number just completely flipped and kept on flipping, I mean, kept on going, it went, it closed at three and a half. It was Xavier minus two when I bet it. It went off at Xavier plus three and a half. That is a significant move, okay? And I thought to myself, man, that's a lot of money, right? Hat, nope. What's interesting, so I had Dave Sharapin on my radio show, who's been on this podcast, and... I asked him, I said, look, how much money does it take to flip two minus two to plus two? He said one bet. I was like, what? He said one bet. One max bet coming in on Oklahoma flips the line. And his rationale was you get to zero and you're going to go to one. So if you're at one, you go to zero. Once you're at zero, you go to one. So if you're negative two minus two. You get a bet on the other side at plus two, you go down to one, but you don't have to stay at one, you just go to zero. But once you're at zero, you go the other side. So once you're at one, it's up to the bookmaker, their discretion, you know, it's it's one bucket is two points. So really, if you don't feel comfortable at one, you just go to two. So it's not that dramatic of a move, actually. It's not that much money. I didn't know that. Dave taught me a lesson yesterday. So that was a good, you know, you think, oh my gosh, all this money was on Oklahoma. Well, maybe, but who went first? What bet came in at what book? What went? What book moved it first? Did everyone follow? This is why line movement. You can't always follow the line movement. You got to handicap a game and you bet it the way you think. I thought Xavier was the better team to Oklahoma. I thought Oklahoma hadn't played enough and Xavier had been battle tested. The same reason why I bet Indiana to keep it close against Florida State. I said, look at Florida State. It's game two for them. One of their freshman big men was cramping up. He had to come out of overtime. He couldn't play. Because they hadn't played. They hadn't played in a real game setting. They played North Florida and killed them. So I thought, you know what? This is really FSU's first game. Indiana's been battle-tested. I think they keep it really close. I thought they'd win the game, but I took the three points. So they cover in overtime. They lose by two. Heck of a shot by that five-star freshman at Florida State off the top of the backboard down in game over. Or not really, but he had a Hail Mary shot at the end that didn't go anywhere near the basket. But you know what I mean? The the, the win for Florida State by two, we cover. So I, I handicapped the game right yesterday in, in both games, Xavier and Florida State, Indiana. I had those games right. I had Wisconsin right. It's just that if they, I mean, one, through the first 10 minutes of that game, Rhode Island scored 16 points, I believe it was. So that kind of screwed us. If they had just scored, you know, the typical 20 points or whatever would have been, they would have wound up. I mean, free throws early, a couple three-pointers they weren't hitting, late game you know, poor possessions, it just kind of, it burned us, unfortunately, burned me at least to get it right. But you guys who bet it late, and this is sometimes the benefit, (laughs) if you guys wake up or I wake up and I'm betting this here on a Wednesday night into a Thursday morning, sometimes the numbers will move and you'll get a better number than I got. So, you know, sometimes the numbers are in my favor because I'm betting it early and sometimes they're in your favor. And that's what happened. It was in your favor yesterday. And so 2 and 1 officially, but 3 and 0 oh for you guys who waited and got it late. 3 and 0 oh on the podcast yesterday. So, you know, it's either 21 <laughs> 21 and 2 or 20 and 3. Either way, it's ridiculous. It's just kind of crazy. So, I am calling this podcast the heat check podcast, all right? This is a heat check. This is to say that I don't really like what I'm about to do because I'm gonna get a little bit a little bit more committed to this game on Thursday Night football than I want to it's involving the Patriots so it's a little bit of a crazy spin I'm doing something that I don't think you should do but again I was going back and forth I talked to Dave Sherapin tonight and I was like, I want to do this and this you know this is breaking a pretty big rule that I talk about and he was like do you care about breaking rules or do you want to cash you're literally on fire do whatever you want right now <laughs> like tempt fate make a dumb bet who cares you're just you know you're shooting free throws blindfolded and you're hitting them all over the place so just you know see what's see what you can do it so I've got three plays on the game tonight for the Rams and the Patriots. And I've got one play in college basketball that I want to get to here. So the BetMGM offer that you guys know about is $1 money line Rams Patriots. A touchdown gets scored. You win $100 in free bets from BetMGM. If you have an account, great. If you don't get one and you got it with the Juice100 promo code, that's how we get credit for you guys listening to the Daily Juice. Juice100 promo code when you sign up. $1 money line bet wins you $100 in free bets thanks to BetMGM if a touchdown scored tonight between the Rams and the Patriots. Go to betmgm.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 years or older and you must be physically in Tennessee, Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, or West Virginia. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem call 1 800 522 4700 in Colorado and Nevada, 100 Gambler in New Jersey and West Virginia, or one 109 with it in Indiana. Let's talk Patriots. Let's talk Rams. You guys know how I feel about the Rams, okay? I believe the Rams are going to win the West. They're 8-4, and, and they're tied at the top of the division. Now, they've got a pretty difficult schedule. Patriots, no joke here, okay? Patriots coming off of a 45-0 whipping of the LA Chargers in this very SoFi stadium that they'll be in coming up tonight. Rams are off of a big win on the road at the Cardinals. Now, the Rams are 7-5 and five against the number. The Patriots are 6-6 six and six against the number. The Rams covered that two-and-a-half-point line, but they did not cover against San Francisco. They lost the game outright the last time they were at home. Tampa was a game they won by three. As four-point dogs, and then they beat Seattle by seven at home as three-point favorites. The Patriots were two-point dogs; they won by forty-five. Patriots were one-point dogs; they won by three against Arizona. They were two-and-a-half-point favorites on the road in the last time they were a a road favorite, and they lost by seven to the Houston Texans. And the last time out at home uh, after Arizona, rather, they they beat the Ravens by six after seven-point dogs. So the Patriots have won four of their last five. They are rolling. And so the public here is coming in and they're betting on the Patriots. They believe the Patriots are going to be able to keep this game close. Line opened up at six, five and a half at some places. It's down to five. I would have rather had it at six and a half because I would have rather have teased it down, but I got it at five. I hate this number. It's a dead number, okay? But I don't think the Patriots are going to keep this game close tonight. I think this game is going to look a lot like Tuesday night with the Ravens and the and the and the Cowboys, and I'm a Patriot fan, but there are some really bad matchups for the Patriots when it comes to this defense. The Rams right now are giving up 20.2 points per game. That's fifth in the NFL. The Patriots are scoring 22.8 points per game, but. They're getting 5.4 yards per play. That's 19th best in the NFL. This is the number one defense yards per play given up in the Rams at 4.6. You don't convert third downs on this defense. They give up just 35%, and the Patriots aren't great at converting anyway on third down at 43%. That's only 10th best in the league. The Patriots are gaining 342 yards per game. That's 22nd. The Rams are giving up 291.3 yards per game. That's second best. On the other side, the Patriots' defense is okay, but you can throw on this defense. We saw it earlier in the year where they were giving up big play after big play to quarterbacks who shouldn't be giving up big plays. They're decent against the run, okay? 4.3 yards per rush. That's 16th best in the NFL. And the Rams don't run the ball all that well. 4.2 yards per rush. For the Rams, They really it's a running back by committee. But this is really about Jared Goff and his ability to throw to Cooper Cup and Robert Woods. And they have a good pass offense. Not great, but good. 7.2 yards per pass play. They throw for about 271 yards per game. That's sixth best in the NFL. Patriots are giving up 225 yards per game through the air. That's 12th best. It's not so much about Jared Goff against the Patriots defense as it is Cam Newton against this defense for the Rams. This is all on Cam. He has to throw against Jalen Ramsey and company to do anything on this game. The Patriots are not going to be able to run the football. They're not going to run. And I don't know how they score. I just don't know how they score. I don't think they've got an offense that's built for this type of game here. This is a Super Bowl for Jared Goff. He got embarrassed the last time he went up against Bill Belichick in the Super Bowl. He was idolizing him. He was gaga Googling eyes you know, before the game. Oh, hi, Bill. How are you, Mr. Belichick? Oh, my gosh. I can't believe I'm in the Super Bowl against you. And he got his doors kicked in by Belichick. Okay? That was Tom Brady. This is Cam Newton. While I will be 100% okay with being wrong. And I hope I am wrong. The Patriots got a blocked field goal touchdown against the Chargers, and the Patriots got a a kick return for a touchdown against the Chargers. Patriots offense, Cam Newton threw for less than 70 yards in that game. They ran all over the place. They ran wildcat on that defense for the Chargers, for goodness sakes. Damian Harris ran wildcat. That was new, right? No one had seen that yet so far for the Patriots. Guess what? The Rams now saw it. They can prep for it. Aaron Donald against a patchwork offensive line for the Patriots, which has not done a great job of keeping Cam Newton upright, okay? Patriots are giving up a sack on 6.1% of their plays. That's 20th in the NFL, while the Rams are getting sacks on 7.6% of their plays. That's 5th best in the NFL. You've got a pass rush that's going to get to Cam Newton. You've got a pass offense that only goes for 191 yards per game. That's 30th in the NFL. This is a bad matchup, okay? Okay. The Patriots got good breaks because Anthony Lynn's a garbage coach, and Justin Herbert is a second, it's a rookie quarterback rather, and uh, Kyler Murray, second-year quarterback. Belichick eats those guys for lunch. This is Jared Goff. He's been around. He's seen a Belichick defense. Not to say he is light, you know, light years ahead of those two guys, but from an experience standpoint, played a lot more games. All right, they've got tight ends to throw to. They got running backs who can catch the football. Patriots are in trouble here. I predicted it. Uh, what last week? I said the Patriots beat the Chargers and then they lose to the Rams. I'm laying the five here. Patriots Rams minus five at home to beat the Patriots. I don't like the number. Again, I hate the number. One unit. We're laying it. Rams minus five. Okay, that's a normal play. This is when it gets to be the heat check. All right, I'm gonna try to middle this. Like we did, if you're with us in the Discord chat, I tried to do this on Tuesday night, and I nearly hit it. I'm going to try it again, but I'm not going to do it for as much as I did it on Tuesday. I am going to go with a full one unit. Rams teased from five to plus one. Yes, I'm going through zero. Don't do this. Okay, this is stupid. I'm doing it anyway because it's a heat check podcast, okay? I'm just doing it because it's a heat check. Okay, let's just see how stupid I can violate the rules of nature and still hit these wagers. Minus 125, same game teaser. Rams plus one, taking the total from 44.5 and and teasing it up to 50.5, and and I'm taking the under for one unit at minus 125. So Rams minus five, one unit. Rams plus one, I know, don't yell at me. It's a one-time thing. Under 50.5 for the two-game, same-game parlay, same-game teaser, whatever your book calls it, okay? That's what I'm doing here for one unit. Now, I've got one more unit in play, okay? Half a unit on these two bets. This is where the real heat check comes in. I'm going to try to middle this, and this is hard. That's why I'm not doing the full unit on it. But I'm taking the Patriots up to 11, and I'm teasing the t- the total down to 38.5 30, and we're going over. So Pats plus 11, over 38 and a half. Here's my fear. I think the game's 24-10 LA. That's my prediction, okay? So I think 34, I'm a little concerned about getting to the over. I don't know, even 38 and a half. I'm not so sure we get to that. I don't think the Patriots score without turnovers galore. And maybe Jared Goff throws a bunch of turnovers, okay? He's turnover prone. Maybe they fumble a bunch. Maybe that Patriot defense just rises up and does some things that are just like, oh my gosh, okay? So maybe I'm wrong about this, and it's a little bit of a hedge on you know, the under 50 and a half. The Cowboys scored a lot more than I thought they were going to against the uh, Baltimore Ravens on Tuesday night. But... I mean, the receiving core for the Dallas Cowboys is so much better than the Patriots receiving core. I mean, my gosh, the Patriots still don't have anybody to throw to. It's still an embarrassment to look at that offensive firepower, if you want to call it that. The receivers aren't that great. Now, the running backs are great. James White is great. Sonny Michel is very good. I love, I mean, Damian Harris, I love. So they got this table of running backs, but again, you've got to throw to those guys. There's no slot receiver. Julian Edelman in this game would be so beautiful for the Patriots. They might win this game if they have Julian Edelman. I'm serious. Like He is that big of a game changer for me if he was out there, but he's not going to be. So for a half a unit, okay, we're going to try to middle it. (laughs) We're going to try to get right smack in the middle. The game has to land in the 40s, okay? So, you know, it has to be with 11 points, okay? So we're talking like 28 to 20, okay? If we can get a 28-20 final, we cash both teasers, okay? Both sides of the teasers. So again, this is called a heat check. Okay, welcome to the Heat Check pod- podcast. I'm twenty and three over the last three days. Why not get a little crazy? I will have pod. I will have prop bets rather that-, that I'll put up in the Discord chat. I will throw some props out there, but again, I can't bet props here in Vegas overnight because they aren't up. So uh, I- I'll wait till we get to the game, and I'll probably look to bet. You know Cam Newton probably underpassing, Damien Harris overrushing, Cooper Cup. I think we'll have a monster game for the Patriots. I'll be curious who the Patriots put Stephon Gilmore on because if they put him on Cooper Cup, then it's Robert Woods is going to eat. So and then you got the tight end, Higby and whatnot. So like there's there's some issues here I think for the Patriots in terms of how they're going to defend this team for the uh, for the Rams. And I just don't like it at all. I think there's some just bad matchups and bad problems for this. I think Tyler Higby could have a big game. I think Higby scoring a touchdown, by the way. Tyler Higby, anytime touchdown, look for that. as a real big potential. They love him in the red zone at six foot six. So just different prop bets to kind of look at. But we're going to go uh, three plays on the game here. We're going Rams minus five, Rams plus one. Yes, I know. Under 50 and a half, those are both one unit. And then Patriots plus 11, over 38 and a half for a half a unit on a teaser. Both those teasers are minus 125. Juice minus 110 on the Rams minus five. That leaves us with a half a unit flying around. You guys like? You guys know I don't like to leave that half a unit out there. So I'm taking the half a unit, and I'm going to college basketball. Arizona State is a team I have watched quite a bit. They're three and zero straight up, but they're one and three against the spread so far this season. They're taking on San Diego State. Out of the Mountain West. These Pac-12 Mountain West games are huge. San Diego State opened up at 5.5. It's now 4.5 at the time of taping. I really thought about betting and taking the plus 4.5 here for San Diego State. However, I like the under in this game more. And here is why. I think the Aztecs can really impose their will here on Arizona State. And I didn't like what I've seen. What I've, I've watched two games so far of the Sun Devils. You can dictate tempo on them. And you can force them into bad shots. You can force them into quick shots. I I just don't love this team, but they've got firepower. They can score in bunches, and they can hit a bunch of threes. And you got to be careful of Remy Martin, obviously, right? I mean, he's really good. Josh Christopher is a guy averaging over 17 points per game. I mean, they can fill it up if you give them the chance to do so. They're averaging over 84 points per game. So they can score. However, against a team like San Diego State, which is going to take the air out of the ball, that's the thing with San Diego State. They just are efficient. They don't take bad shots. They work the clock. They work the shot clock. And they take good shots. That's just what the Aztecs do. They frustrate you a ton, Matt Mitchell and company. I'm going to say the under here. I got 147 and a half. I'm taking the under for san diego state i don't think they want to get into a shootout i think they want to take the air out of the basketball and i think they want to play slow and i think they want to try to frustrate the aztecs i mean i could see something in the neighborhood of like a 70 to 65 type of final here and sure maybe it's a five point win and a cover for arizona state but i feel more comfortable laying the under here and you want to look at trends for both these teams you know uh the under is 2-1 and one in the two games for San Diego State. The only game that went over was against UC Irvine, and that was a 131 total. <laughs> against Pepperdine, it was 143.5, and it went under in that game. Two of the games so far for Arizona, including their last one against Cal, have gone under. 147 was the total there. Same here, it's 147.5. It was a 70-62 final for Arizona State, and they beat Cal, but the under came in. Against Villanova, same thing. Everyone thought over for sure. Well, the under came in at 158.5. The under came in at 74, 83-74, the win for Villanova, and Arizona State did not cover. So the under only came in by 1.5 points, but against Cal, it came in by 15 points. So I think the under is the better play here. San Diego State, under, 147.5 for a half a unit is the only play on college basketball here on a Thursday night. It's, an, it's a night game, 10 o'clock Eastern time. So after the football game's over, flip on over and watch some college basketball and sweat it out here on the West Coast with us. So those are the four plays for the Heat Check Podcast. <laughs> 20 and 3 are run right now. Do we keep it going? I don't know. I hope so because this is damn fun. I'm enjoying myself. <laughs> Once again, the plays here for a Thursday night. Rams minus five, Rams plus one, under 50 and a half, same game teaser, one unit. Patriots plus 11, over 38 and a half, 0.5 units, same game teaser, and under for San Diego State and Arizona State at 147 and a half here tonight. Best of luck to you, best of luck to me, let's keep it rolling, this has been a ton of fun, it's going to end at some point, but let's hope to get a sixth straight winning night for us, here on the Daily Juice podcast. My name is Matt Peralta. Follow me on Twitter at Sports Talk. Matt, every morning, including tomorrow morning, is the Daily Juice podcast right here on bettingpros.com. Brought to you by BetMGM.